Welcome back, everybody, to the Geek Domination Podcast. It's topic time. What's the topic? What's the topic? I don't know. I don't uh, know. It seems like about might that. Be, like... It's it's about that company uh, with Activision uh, that's really really fucking popular and is making kind a of lot cold, of goddamn right? money. Aren't they kind of cold? In Snowstorm. Their... Yeah, yeah. Mm, Avalanche. Not... <sighs> no. Hail. Blizzard. What? Who's no, that? that can't be it. Who's that? Who's that? So yeah, we're talking Sprinkle about Blizzard. Blizzard. We're talking about Blizzard. Yeah, they they have WoW. Summer you know that flurry. thing that you play or you used to play. You're wowed by the Blizzard. Yeah. That's that's weird. Must be an intense Blizzard. Blizzard's a company. Yeah. And it's doing some weird things. And we want to talk it about them. Really because is. it's fun to talk about. So we're going to preface this with earlier in this week, Blizzard had its quarter two 2015 earnings call. Oh. Yep. The big news out of this was that WoW was down to 5.6 million subscribers, which was the lowest it has been since, since vanilla. vanilla. And that is, that is selling something. That was saying when, you know, when the game was growing. You know, it hasn't been this low. When was it that low? I'm trying to find out right now. Um. In January of 2006 was when the game was this low. So, almost 10 years ago. So, that Draenor, huh? That Draenor. I mean, if you're looking, you can see this map, or this map, this graph this right here. Top of, this uh, graph, this topological the, the graph of Blizzard. And you can see that there was a consistent um, growth up until the end yeah. of Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, the uh, yep. the Blizzard wasn't so strong uh, initially. just like a little... But weather like reports little, came in. A little snowstorm, and, uh, little... <laughs> Light those are interested the uh, peak of wow success was during from september until february or september i'm sorry september 2010 all the way until february of 2011 the game had 12 million subscribers so it's almost halved since that time yep um and basically they're like we're okay with this cyclical form of subscribers because if you look at how um wad went um right before Warlord Drainer dropped. They were at 7.4 million. Mm. And then their first earnings call with Wad, they were up to 10 million. Yep. And then their first one after that, they were back down to 7.1. That's nuts. So basically, they're like, we're okay with this insane cyclical structure of subscribers of the idea of, oh, we're going to come in for the beginning of this expansion and give you all of our money. And then we're like, peace. We'll play better games. Yeah. And it's just interesting to me in the sense that, you know, you have Blizzard. You know, obviously they are a giant yeah. in the gaming industry right now. <clears throat> Who, When you look at this graph, and it's kind of insane when you look at this. Like, how many subscribers have dropped in WoW? I mean, at the same time, 5.6 million people playing your game is still a lot That's pretty of consistent. Yeah. That's a nice consistency. At the same time, they were talking about how Blizzard's profits for the year were up. I want to say seventeen yeah. percent. I think that's due to their other great IPs. That that's so true. Right so you yeah. go you go a little bit farther down this, and you have Hearthstone, Heroes yeah. of the Storm, and Destiny combined now have more than seventy million registered players. That's amazing. So think about this. Each one of those, like, so say like obviously probably about forty million of those probably just straight Hearthstone users. Yeah, yeah. Every they, one of those gave one dollar. It's forty million dollars. It's like I can twenty bucks. Say I have yet to give them any money for that one. Yes, yeah, I have given them like yet. between the expansions. But and... you've covered our co- our our chip in. Oh, on that. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Thanks. Not Kobe. literally, but more or less <laughs> in the symbolic sense. That's what you've done. It's just. It's very interesting to me, especially when you look at how Legion is looking right now mm-hmm. and how it kind of looks like they are slowly killing WoW on purpose and they're okay with it. 
Yeah, thoughts. Discuss. <laughs> so, uh, the only reason why I'm going to bring this part up is because it's kind of prevalent to this specific conversation, and it's something that Luke Smith for Destiny has said in recent interviews, and that's that we are completely and utterly okay with people, pl- the playership dropping after like the first two months. Here's the thing: we'll though, release like, content, and then if there's a taper, that's fine. Here's the other thing, though: it's obviously different with a game like Destiny when it's you pay your base fee and you're done. Yeah, true. And you look at wow, you pay your base fee, and then you plus have the fifteen dollars subscription. Yeah, plus mounts if you want to buy them, plus level boosts if you want to buy them. Of course, them. and then you have like the you know server transfers and race Correct. changes and yeah. all that. Stuff. So there's a lot more factors at play, but just in the sense of playership period, it seems like Blizzard Activision is becoming much more conscientious of the fact like you're not going to just be playing our game. Like, let's be real. There's, like, thousands of games out there. You're probably going to play something else at some point in time. We're okay if you just come in, check everything out right when it's brand new, have some fun for, for like, a month, maybe two, and if you just start tapering off, Which, I mean, on, on one hand, it's a good business practice in the sense that you are recognizing that your audience is not solely... Exclusive to you. Correct. Yeah. They're not completely <laughs> devoted to you. But at the same time, it's like, you're totally just completely okay with... Like, we're going to get a shit ton of money, and then people are not going to be Very happy with bouncy us. bouncy numbers. Correct. Just up and down. Like, it's it's a good business practice, but it's also a weird business practice to me, in a sense. Just the idea that you... I don't know. It's just so weird. At the same time, I'm, like, you know, looking at, like, the direction they're taking... I already, already said this, but the direction they're taking Legion and everything, and how it looks like they're slowly, like, tapering off from WoW. They can, like, kill WoW, and they'd still be fine. That's oh, yeah, the scary yeah. thing. Yeah. They'd be fine just on Hearthstone for the next five years. Yeah, not, not yeah. to mention the fact that Heroes is also raking in its own money because yeah, of the thing, Heroes. purchasing Heroes each time. Overwatch will be huge. Overwatch, Overwatch will have a huge. similar form. We don't know release. exactly. Yeah, we don't know exactly the structure for. Yeah, it's just been rumored that it's similar. Yeah. Right. I You know, and it's just it, assumption-wise, some way, somehow, they'll make money off of it. And it will be a success for them because of at least the interest that everyone has shown in that game. I guess. I, I mean, guess people way... who aren't interested in WoW are like, yeah, Overwatch, that looks cool, you know? Yeah. And I think, I, I guess the way that I'm kind of looking at it now is what I'm realizing is for the first, let's call it eight, eight-ish years of the run on World of Warcraft, that was their moneymaker. That was the thing that was their cash cow that was pulling in their, their consistent money. And like yeah, you're saying, eight, uh, right around 2011, like where, when that taper six, started happening. Six so, years. Six years, okay. So right around six years. That's when they were so fat on money they couldn't they they just were sitting on it. They were like, fuck like we're not what investing do we in do? stuff. So they, <laughs> they figured out they need to invest in additional ways to make money and that they're okay with devoting less time to WoW because it's already had a solid run. Like, let's be real. Like it's more than ten years now. I'd say that's more than I mean, any again, game in history. You know, obviously like the the news that oh wow was down to five point six million subscribers. That's still so many people consistently Fucking playing amazing your game. Still, um, but what I was getting at was just more or less like it allowed them to take that extra surplus of money and devote it to additional avenues of um, revenue streams. So we're talking like you were saying, Hearthstone and Heroes being two more that are just going to consistently make them like a good chunk of money. Like every few you know every month they'll they'll get a good chunk of money for that. Absolutely. So what you're doing is you, what you're really doing is you're diminishing amount of devotion to one medium, but increasing it over here elsewhere, and then in turn getting more revenue from those other mediums that you're investing in. So I don't see it more of like killing WoW. I think it's just more of like we don't need to devote everything into WoW anymore. We can just do a smaller size expansion. At the same time, months. there are more people working on WoW than there has ever been. 
Well, they currently. also have more staff than they've ever had before. That's true. Like, they just have grown, period. So, I mean, in a way, they've kind of maintained the same mentality just across multiple avenues rather than just one now, mm-hmm. is how I think of it. It's just interesting when you look at, you know, they're closing off a lot of story arcs in WoW. Yeah. They said that weird. with Legacy of the Void, the StarCraft story's done. It's like, yeah. it's over. Yeah, that's over. Done. Gone. So then you just have, you know, the multiplayer aspect to sustain StarCraft for forever, which again, you know what, StarCraft and Diablo, it's, it's more amazing of a... tournament play. Well, absolutely. It's just more of just like a, a base game drop and then you're done. Mm-hmm. People are still obviously going to play it a shit ton. You know what, StarCraft 2 is one of the most competitive esport games out there right now, outside of like League of Legends and Dota. Yeah. Dota. I see Corey sign on to it at least two times a week. Still. I can play the story. Pretty good. I can pretty good the story. Boom. Too many fucking Koreans to like just absolutely destroy my ass in the multiplayer and just make Uh, me cry. It's creepy. It's creepy how good they are. I used to be really good at Warcraft (laughs) 3. Going back. But I mean, it's not nearly as complicated as Warcraft 2 or Starcraft 2 is. Yeah. Yeah, The only only game that I could play competitively for RTSs, and I I soak up RTSs when I play Mm because I really enjoy that style of gameplay. Absolutely. Um, The only one I was really, really proficient at is probably Halo Wars. Yeah. I could kick ass. Was there there any sort of tournament play for Halo Wars? No, exactly. And that's that's exactly it. It's not a competitive scene anyway. Online multiplayer ish. It wasn't amazing as a scene, I think I did like good. two multiple online games. Which, by the way, you and me, boy, Halo Wars 2 comes out. Let's fucking destroy people. Oh my god, Just yeah. Don't <laughs> my brother, too, Luke. is going to join us. No. Just don't do that. No, no one team don't up with Don't team with John Luke. Luke. He'll destroy your base. Like oh, last well? second, you'll be interested from victory. <laughs> no, yeah. We, just... Did you ever hear that story? We were, me and, when oh, we no, John, I do remember I this. Say, yes. when me and John Luke were playing through Halo yeah. 2. Or, Halo or Halo Wars. We were just like on like the second level, and he's like, "Hey, Cody," and I'm like, "What?" And it's like it like pans back to like our base, and it's just exploding. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> he's like, "I did it." <laughs> this is when we were like in high school, and I was like, "You fucking dick!" Never, never asshole for that. Mm-hmm. But you know, along those lines, with start talking about like strategy games too, um, with the idea that WoW is declining, do you think that they would return to something like Warcraft? The actual Warcraft that is what made them potentially I mean it's a hard call to make I mean obviously if WoW dies off enough there are still I mean it's hard to say like it kind of goes back on what I was just saying at the same time you know what they're obviously closing off a lot of the WoW story arcs well something I kind of suggested was like well possibly we've seen previous ages of Warcraft like that's referenced in the, the lore but it's still like all like connected with like right right. that's what I mean though it's still like Relevance. The natural thing would be then to just make the next age referencing these ones that have already existed, the, the lore that you have played, and that that's the connection there would be that, like, yeah, these storylines are kind of closing off, but just kind of like in the same sense of, like, Lord of the Rings had, you know, the third age of man, and then it just said the fourth age was coming and it really didn't go anywhere with it. Mm-hmm. In the same sense of like, okay, we know that was there though. Like that was a thing that was going to wind up occurring if, say, J.R. Tolkien ever had desired to have ever gone into that stuff before his, you know, time. That would have been something that he could have done if he wanted to. It was an option he left himself open with, and yeah. so that was kind of the thing with this: is that you can do a fourth age, or you know, the the, the next age. I think it's four, right? Would it be for fourth, Warcraft, the actual RTS game? Like in general, because I know that like World of Warcraft mostly takes place in one era. Well, no, it's still. Obviously, I mean, technically, the the entirety of the Warcraft games have taken place in the same 
general you know i think it's like the same like 50 years or something like that okay still still like relevant events i mean i understand what you're saying at the same time it's like it would be so hard for them i think to you know end all the story arcs Mm -hmm. and all the characters that they've spent you know 11 years developing in wow you know 25 years developing in warcraft as a whole and starting over I mean, that's a huge well, that's risk. Why, that's why I'm thinking that sort IP of? wouldn't die out. I just I don't know if it would be in the format of WoW anymore, especially if it's if it's the subscription based uh, play that they have doesn't sustain them anymore. Because I mean, it, it's it's slowly dying. It's it's obviously died out in every other game except for WoW. Yep. Final Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy 14 still has it. Okay. Yeah. ESO well, it, still has a form of it, but I mean, you're you're absolutely right. Right. Like, For most games, it's it's they, like the hardcore versus the regular. Yeah, and they feel forced to put in some form of free play that is a limited version, obviously. But every major MMO currently, at least most of them, have some form of like this is your free play. Yeah, you have limited inventory or whatever, but it's there because they need to make you want to play it first before you subscribe. This is also an interesting note to coming back to the, the 5.6 million figure. This yeah. is the first uh, quarter earnings that have taken the into account the WoW tokens. Oh, yeah. And it's still this low. Yep. Like, people don't even want to uh, subscribe to this game when they can pay for it in game money right now. Huh. I mean, it's, it's always hard to keep a game going as long as most do, and this is surpassed Gamer that. fatigue. Yeah. It's, it, and, yeah, and that's where it really comes down to. I mean... You were just explaining how Draenor uh, made that for you and, and where the raids just like there's a difference between like fun and challenging and then there's just ridiculous and I mean, we get boring. You Destiny know? even. Oh, absolutely. Like, Destiny was the a- same Atheon way. Atheon was actually like fun challenging and then Crota was just dumb challenging and we hated it after mm-hmm. like the third time. We were yeah. just like, this is stupid. I just, I think, I, I do think that Warcraft is on the decline and I don't think it's Obviously, we've got Legion coming soon, but we have I the do movie think coming soon after. Yeah, there's, like, there's, that might and that, that could reinvigorate it as well. I, I just think... I don't know if it's going to be in the format of WoW for yeah. forever. And when does that time come? Absolutely. I mean, it's been some years since they have addressed the possibility of a Warcraft Four, yeah, in the form of an RTS. And the last time it was addressed, they basically said, you know what, it would be a cool way to go back. But we want StarCraft to sustain our RTS needs RTS, for the time yeah. being. You know, I don't remember how long ago that was. That was a and, couple years ago. And that's ago. a very good point, too, because they, they do have their bases covered when it comes to yeah. different types of player bases. I, I mean, mean, Overwatch is going to be the shooter. Yeah, we've got the shooter. You, know, you have the, an the, MMO the experience. You yeah. have Challengers. a or, or an RPG, or RTS. You have a MOBA. MOBA. You have MOBA, a card MMO. game, a dungeon crawler. And, and then, soon, uh, and a, soon shooter, a, a Team Fortress shooter style yeah. game. So. so, yeah. No, they're going to have their bases covered. So, if they did keep WoW going for Infinity, I mean, they could. But when does it – what do they need to do? I guess the better question is what do they need to do to reinvigorate people into I don't know. I started I mean, thinking just now – They, I guess the the only other option I could see would be like almost Old Republicing it and not saying like, like what the Old Republic did for Star Wars, but more or less the time gap between what the old republic is and what the main universe is there's a significant time gap there potentially there but it's not mattered well, here's the kind of here's the cool sorry. thing you know about the last couple expansions you know what you have mop proved one thing for blizzard yeah and it was the fact that they can take a story and create a story based off of no existing lore mm-hmm. and make it work yeah and you have draenor which was 
you know what, taking existing lore and respinning it and making it work in a way. At the same yeah, time, yeah. now you look at going into Legion, what Warlords of Draenor's main purpose was, was Setting to bring up. back one character back into the lore, Gul'dan. That yep. was the only purpose. And then you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You made me pay $60 so you could bring one character back to make him relevant for this expansion. So it seems like a lot to ask for. Yeah. It's just hard. I mean, like, I saw a very interesting post up on MMO Champ this week because I've been keeping up on a lot of the forums right now, just kind of reading and digesting people's thoughts on sure. Legion mm-hmm. and everything. I saw a very interesting post. And basically it was a question of, for those who are disappointed in the announcement of Legion, why are you disappointed in the sense of what were you expecting? And it was incredible to actually see some people's answers, yeah. some see some people's answers that made sense, and to see some people, you know what, you know you're right. Like, what was I expecting? Obviously, a lot of the steps that are coming forth in Legion are a little interesting. You know, the fact that the biggest one being that artifact weapons you are giving everyone an insanely legendary lore-based weapon. And then that one point of is, you know, the old saying of when everything's legendary, nothing is. And it's true. You know, you have the aspect of, oh, it's not that special when everyone's running around with it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I get to fucking run around with these really cool weapons. Fuck everyone else. That's really cool. <laughs> I'm <pretty laughs> so, much. I mean, oh, yeah. no, yeah, no, that's, that's a totally valid thing. And I was going to go into it as well. Um, when you see in your comparison earlier with mm-hmm. um, the Old Republic, mm-hmm. you'll notice that when the Old Republic has an expansion, um, there's definitely a massive change in what they did for that. Like, the latest one added Starfighter combat to a to to a role-playing game like what what the fuck and Mm -hmm. i hear it's successful it's good um there's even capital ships that uh that have relevancy that you can control with uh like a clan like that's Um, that's insane so i guess my question is what is the next expansion going to do to reinvigorate and change things up like and have they done that in the past have they made a new massively different thing that they've added into their role-playing world that's made like a big difference like positive or negative yeah or gameplay i think the biggest thing that came out of warlords of drainer was um mythic rating was that requirement that if you're going to do the hardest content of rating it has Mm. to be 20 people there's no option for a period you know what whatever and you know what for a lot of guilds that was cool because you know what 25 man raids we can cut five people that are shit we're good 10-man raids, fuck. Now we have to double our raid side if we want to still do relevant content. Mm-hmm. And then basically what you get to is we're carrying you know X amount of people because we just need the player base. My Basically, I said when we were talking um, a couple weeks ago before Legion was announced, I was like, there are two things that will get me back into WoW for sure. Yep. One, next expansion has something to do with Illidan and the Legion. Mm-hmm. They did it. <laughs> they did it. All right, yep. fuck you guys. Two, they bring back... Um, End content 10 man rating that's relevant because that was always my thing you know what i get the scale of having you know in the beginnings 40 man raids oh my God, 25 yeah. man raids 10 man raids were always my shit because basically you had 10 people that you had to count on that had to do their job had to do it perfectly and it was a smaller yeah, easier to get a, stuff together absolutely it was just easier to manage you look at like mythic you know you have to double the player size Mythic is so grueling in the sense where, like, then you have double the amount of people who have to be perfect. You have to be perfect plus 10%, basically. Right. Yep. And then 
it just doesn't feel the same. I mean, like, I've always been a fan of just smaller things. That's why, like, I'm super excited to get into endgame co- content in Final Fantasy XIV. Because it's eight player rates. That's it. That's nice. And while at the same time, I completely understand why they went to 20-man Mythic. Because there was no way you were going to be able to balance content for doing two different group sizes. Yeah. There were raids where we saw, you know what, a fight was ten times more difficult in 10-man than it was in 25-man. Or the flip. And yeah. it's just like you had the argument of, okay, who's the better team then? If you have fights that are a lot more difficult here and a lot less difficult here, who's the best? Well, and then I would, I would toss in that, that whole, like, what does the next, next content bring that's not quite the same is what you were just talking about earlier during our, first, our second part during the news section, which was it's the PvP section. That's kind of what they're overhauling so far that we know of like mm-hmm. that's just with knowledge current the big overhaul that we're seeing which is basically just going to be able to separate a lot of pve and pvp aspects of the game mm-hmm. that's been a big thing you know what final fantasy 14 already has a system in place and it works yep but it i mean in past expansion we've seen abilities or classes nerfed into the ground just because of their pvp potential yep and then it makes them shit for pve mm-hmm. this finally allows them to separate it i think that'll be a big thing like honestly because Obviously, that's going to be able to rebalance classes and make a lot of them relevant again. And you never I know. don't know if it's enough. Yeah, it, it depends. Because like, when I think about that kind of stuff, like when it came to MMOs, I was never big into PvP. I never liked it. Mm-hmm. It just, it's not the kind of game I want to be playing against other people with. Like, It's just not the kind of format. MMO is never a competitive thing for me. It's a cooperative thing. Yeah, and that's how I always thought of it, too, whenever I touched it. And so that's where it's like, I can understand. I totally get and support people who want to do that. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like, I don't want you to have a bad experience. I, Please have a good one. That's why when I like look at things in the PvP versus cooperative, mm-hmm. that's why I like when the two end up getting melded together. Because you want to make people that don't like player versus player um, re- feel like they're relevant and mm-hmm. that they're good and they're doing something, they're contributing something. But then again, you also want to give the competitive edge to people who want that too. Yep. And you know, when things like uh, uh, like a, a Old Republic, for yep. example, that's another thing that they've made sure to try and balance out. And I think they've got a, a good fusion of that. Mm-hmm. Eve Online has this in incredible oh, yeah. mm-hmm. degrees. That game yep. is a perfect blend of the two. Everyone's doing something. Everybody yeah. is well, contributing. That one, I mean. Yeah, they added dust, and that was pretty decent dust too. Dust was a interesting. They're going to be having um, the fighter one yeah. coming out soon too, right, which is yeah. going to add another layer of depth to that world that they've created. And then we're looking at other games that are smaller that aren't even like uh, you know big massive role playing mm-hmm. games. Add this to it. Halo Five. I'm extremely excited for Warzone because that's the change that they're making. Mm-hmm. They're they're adding both of those layers and combining them into yep. one. Um, in fact, a lot of people have been saying it's MOBA like. You know, which is crazy to me for a shooter. That's very so, well. And then, like, to kind of piggyback on what you were talking about with Old Republic, I, I almost forgot about it. But with the new expansion that's coming out, the Forgotten yes. Empire. Oh, what is it one? called? Very no, Empire. Yeah. no, that's not what it's called. Something like that. Um, uh, it's something it's, to do with an empire. It's something. It's, it's a third faction. Knights of the Fallen Empire. Knights of the Fallen Empire. Cl- Sorry, close. I, I said Forgotten, but Fallen. Yes, I was going to say I didn't remember. Um, but yeah, Fallen Empire. Um, they were trying to say that that's supposed to be pretty similar to what you experience with KOTOR games. Yeah. It, that, that's supposed to be much more of a single-player aspect within an MMO, which is like, wait, what? <laughs> like, Well, again, that's cool, going back like, to what, it, like... But cool. Going back Weird. to what, like, all about what Final <clears throat> Fantasy fourteen is. And, yeah. You know, it's a Final Fantasy game first. Yeah. And then an MMO second. Yep. Which is insane. Yeah. But it works, so I don't really care. This like looking coming back to Blizzard. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't know if there's any amount of things they could 
change or bring back or well, alter. What could they add? That's what I'm thinking. They've been adding too many things, and it hasn't just sat well with people. Because I mean, that's fair. People are never going to be happy. That's the, you know. That's the sad reality. Is you can't true. please everybody. I mean, again, like going back to it, the artifact weapon system is fucking brilliant. You know what? You have there's brilliant for a couple different reasons. One, it allows you to, you know what, regardless of everyone having it, you mm-hmm. know, it allows the single player to experience the story, the lore, and the ability to wield a weapon with such hugeness and such a name to it. You know what? Yeah. Anyone who's ever played WoW for any certain amount of time knows what Ashbringer is, knows what Doomhammer is, knows what Frostmourne is, you know, all these big mm-hmm. weapons that have been around in lore for so long. You know what? Yeah, it sucks that everyone's going to be able to have them so quick and so easily. But as a single player experience, it's really cool. Yeah. These weapons are going to have tech trees. The cool thing about this is, you know, at every expansion, they're like, all right, here's the new talent levels for 100. You know what? Everyone gets this. And then, you know, if they did it again, it's like, all right, here's the new talents for 110. And we got to go back and kind of rebalance everything with how we work with it and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about the artifact weapons. And this is the only talent system they're adding in Legion. Is they're going to add all these cool talents that you can do in Legion. And then when the expansion rolls around and we get rid of our artifact weapons, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to go back and rework the talent system at all. Yep. But again, like the everyone's main complaint with artifact weapons is everyone and their mom's going to be running around with an Ashbringer. Exactly. Everyone and their mom's going to be running around with a Doomhammer. And it doesn't feel legendary in that sense. Yeah, that was yeah. part of Destiny's problem too. Absolutely. Something that I would also I almost forgot to mention was uh, I forgot that we probably won't need to see another Warcraft game because we did get the mod that was supported by Blizzard for Starcraft that made it look like Warcraft. Warcraft oh, 3. Yeah. It was the yeah. Warcraft yeah. 3 remake, right. which was right. brilliant. And that was I forgot that about Blizzard that too. helped make well, that they just happen. They basically just the they're like, here's, the, here's all the models. The, yeah, here's the, Go here's for the it. Like, we can't devote the time or yeah. the people right now. But if you want to undertake it for us. But it'll satisfy a need that we see is out there. We just mm-hmm. don't feel we need to devote our money to it. That's, I mean, that's so, different. That's that's just making Warcraft 3 again with the tools right. that exist now. Absolutely. That's not the same as a Warcraft 4. Right, you know, of course. Of course. But I just mean, like, in a sense of, like, I could see where they might be hesitant to do a Warcraft 4 because they did just do that kind of support to the community. Know. I mean, like, it's interesting because we do kind of see, you know, like, after Legacy of the Void, like, it sounds like the story of StarCraft's done. Yeah. You know what? We're seeing a decline in the WoW story. I mean, Blizzard have always been incredible storytellers for their game, and I don't think people give enough credit for that. What do you do when you start stripping these games away from their stories and giving these stories a stopping point and just leave the core aspects of the game left? Well, I mean, to be fair to Blizzard as a company, I mean, we're probably going to see them double down in the other areas that are, that are currently making them the most money, oh, which is we'll wind up getting more story context for heroes. We'll wind up getting a little more background as to how that all came to be. Obviously we know it's a rift situation and like they're all kind of coming together because of the situation, but there's probably gonna be some more lore aspects to justifying all that stuff. I don't think I don't there think would be, be I don't think it would be really because they've kind of always said that we don't yeah. really want to talk about that. But that does, like, I think there's going to be more room for these special events, like the Eternal yeah. Conflict that just ended yeah. up, and just basically more stuff to generate, not necessarily the lore then, of uh, why they're there, yeah. but the lore of what's going on while they're there. Yeah, that makes sense. But then um, the big one is Overwatch. Like, they have to, they literally created an entirely brand new IP that has obviously some history that they've crafted to it. I mean, we saw from that very first Pixar esque video. 
this thing happened countries were at war and then the company overwatch this group this militarized organization came together and solved all the conflict across the world and then they broke up and became mercenaries and are all at war with each other now so clearly there's lore absolutely and we're gonna get story background for that so i kind of feel like that's where a lot of those resources i mean it's also insane to me you know i think it was a couple weeks ago we saw that there has been a huge spike in like overwatch fan-made stuff game isn't even out yet exactly yeah no one's even played it apart from the demos at conventions and expos. I don't think anyone has alpha access yet. They have great yeah, fucking exactly. art directors there. You know, I know. Creative minds. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, I just, for me, it come like bringing it back into mm-hmm. like what you know, does it need to do going forward? I know. I don't know for old players because obviously you're you are the that player base. You've been there since I'm like the, the beginning. Mi- I'm like the, the middle, middle player. Right okay, the middle. The middle. <laughs> okay, but still, you've been there for a long absolutely. time. You know what's going on. I know it, I can't speak to that, but I can't speak to someone like me. Mm-hmm. If I was to say, hey, that is something I want to do. That's what I want to get into. For me, I think it would have to be something new gameplay wise. I need I need an addition to my to my RPG. You know, mm-hmm. I've been interested in trying out the old Republic for some time now because of that Starfighter mode. Like, yeah, honestly, that's really intrigued me. That the only the reason is time for me, you know, those two things, which is the other well, thing. I mean, too. they tried that. I mean, it's not obviously like on the extent of a whole Starfighter mode. Right. Well, I'm but just you know saying what? something right. new. Right. But I mean, they kind of tried that in like Draenor with like garrisons and that whole aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Yo, so, what is garrisons? Basically, it was kind of like player housing except it was like player tiny towns so it was like making your own kind of like sims or well maybe not sims but like uh like a like a city builder kind of thing so it'd be dcuo had bases because you're a superhero or super villain so you have a secret base kind of it was kind of like that it was basically like you're like the commander of this little like war outpost yeah, kind outpost of sort of thing. thing and like you could put little, little buildings in that interact with your professions or you could put in certain buildings that would give you extra mounts or give you extra like gear and stuff like that and while people loved it there were the people who didn't like it and then they were like oh it's not required don't worry about it and then later on they kind of made it required to progress through the story okay and then that's then then the that biggest would be the thing drawback then. for garrisons for a lot of people was the fact that it was very alt unfriendly okay. you know alternate or secondary characters for a lot of people are huge for me i mean i'm good with my one character maybe two sure you know i don't have the time to devote to learn to every single class and whatever yep. and that was the biggest thing was like oh garrisons are so alt unfriendly it's like okay yeah play I, your one class and be good at it instead of trying to play five sh- right. classes and being shit well and then that's that's the thing also like i mean by that too is it needs to be something that's like accessible to both both parties you know something that doesn't demand you to do it if you don't want to absolutely and that's why stuff like eve like eve online you Mm -hmm. have all of these extras that are there for people that want to do it they contribute but they don't make things necessary they it's not necessary to do these things you don't have to do anything um it but it adds another layer of depth for those that wish to do it again i think it reinvigorates the player fair i guess i think blizzard's kind of the same position we are right now like we're three people sitting around the table bullshitting about ideas and throwing <laughs> ideas out and kind of going, well that that's exactly what blizzard is doing but with like 500 people and trying to make you know a hundred million people happy exactly and so i of kind of course. i understand why they're kind of coming up against the wall because here we are 11 years later going what haven't we really done yet i'm not really sure anymore Why we have everything written on this giant fucking board and i have oh, no yeah. idea anymore. and then <laughs> like you were saying before too it's like when do stories get old when do you get tired of telling them yourself i think it might be True. almost to the point where they just might wind up 
just kind of going, okay, yeah, we're not going to release new stuff. It's there if you want to keep going back to it. You can keep going back to it. I think That's we're going to have, counting Allegiant, I think we're going to have two more WoW expansions. That sounds about right. And then, uh, and then that's uh, Doomsday. I don't know if it's necessarily Doomsday. I mean, Pop there was, you know, probably what DC. about a year ago now <laughs> Shit. when we saw the um, the ruins of Blizzard's Project Titan, which yeah. is basically the next MMO they were creating, which was supposed to be the quote unquote WoW killer, and yeah. they decided to pull it for whatever reason and redistribute those. Do people. you think they would put that back? Who knows? I mean, Maybe. it could have been backburnered all the way back then with the intent of, like, well, if we ever find that we're pretty much done with WoW, we'll start jumping on this. Who knows? Starcraft like, we don't WoW. really know where they are at. Maybe mentally. we're going to see a flip, and that could be a really interesting idea. We're going to see a return to Warcraft RTS, and we're going to see StarCraft MMO. I, I suggested that earlier this week, that. actually. Like, when I was talking to these guys at work, I was like, yeah, it'd be really funny if we just got, like, Warcraft RTS and StarCraft MMO. In and space. then we got a Diablo... Trading Mobile? card game. Oh, there, yep. There we go. Diablo trading card game. You know game. what? Here's the sad thing, though. I'm starting to get excited about these ideas. Like, <laughs> I, I would be interested in a StarCraft. Wow. Overwatch That'd be really cool. That'd be fun. with Heroes of the Storm. Okay. Boom. Pop those. Boom. <laughs> Ridiculous. But who knows? They, I mean, like we've said, they, I mean, they could just come out of left field with something brand yeah. freaking new. Like they did with Overwatch. Boom. Yeah. yeah. So and who knows? You know what? And also at the end of the day, too, um, it'll be intriguing to see what Warcraft not only contributes to the movie industry with you know video game movies, but what yeah. it contributes to their own IP and mm-hmm. invigorating player base that way, too. That was the other thing I was thinking of was what if – I mean, if the Warcraft movie does well enough, yeah, I good. mean, we could get more Blizzard finance ran produced films. I dig a StarCraft movie. That'd be really I'd cool. I'd be down. Those those cinematics. I don't even know what's I going on, but they look cool. <laughs> Overwatch as a film with its Pixar style art. God, that could be cool. That could be really, really cool. fun. Like that mini movie was enough to make me go. I'd love to see this as like a feature length film, like Incredibles. Yes. Like that would just be fun. So at the end of the day, should Blizzard not try too hard to make something something? And just let it be. I, it's so hard because, I mean, like, you know what? You have a player base that has been growing with you with that major company, what it is today. It's slightly you obviously, you obviously want to make them happy. Yeah. You know, it would be a folly if any company didn't want to try to do something like mm-hmm. that. I think it's just kind of reaching to the point where it's somewhat impossible. And <laughs> yeah. more importantly, so like a lot of these people have also, like you – uh, found other things that they've enjoyed. You love Hearthstone, and oh, that's you love that's Final Fantasy. Yeah, right now. Yes, I do. yeah. Like and, that's but you'll else. well, that's a cool thing. You'll about. keep supporting Blizzard though, as a yeah. whole, because mm-hmm. you found another thing that you've gotten passionate about and that you enjoy and you well, love. That's a cool thing. Going back to what you were talking about, like in the additional modes and this additional stuff in um, MMOs. I mean, the good thing about WoW is it does the MMOs aspect and the rating aspect very, 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 very well. But I don't think it has enough of that. You know what? You know, going to Final Fantasy fourteen, it does the rating and the the end game content pretty well, for pretty damn well. But then you have like old classic like Final Fantasy stuff, like fucking chokeboard racing, and like random, <laughs> random um card games just thrown in there, and the ability just to go back and like, oh hey, here's a different class you can go up, or hey, here's a hundred hour plus story you have to get to before you can actually get to the end game shit. Blizzard wouldn't ever dare try something like that. Yeah. But at the same oh. time, they are more invested in the actual gameplay and the end game Mechanics. content. And the, yeah, how their game works. The fun of WoW comes in when you're in the end game stuff, whereas the fun of Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy. Pretty much. 
they do the other I stuff guess, well. It's just it's not the primary. I, you know, and and I guess by that token too, um, Star Wars: The Old Republic would be the same way. You know, mm-hmm. you're playing Star Wars. Yeah, you're playing. It's basically the same thing as Final Fantasy. Yeah. you are in an, a universe that you haven't invested in for X amount of years. Talked about it earlier on on the intro portion, but Dragon Ball Z is pretty much the exact same situation. Xenoverse is awesome. It's purely like, let's hey, go. Let's you go. have nostalgia, guy. <laughs> you liked watching Dragon Ball as a kid. Guess that's what? You're what a Z fighter you. now. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, and that's what happened to what? you in the oh. too. And did you do you recognize too? Uh, Jakku was talking about him, uh, or like uh, you know Trunks being the like like yep. time changing and everything. He's yep. like, that's illegal. And mm-hmm. It's like no, there's a Kai for that. They mess with time and they yeah. have fun. They yep. protect it though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like all these companies are doing something like that, and where WoW kind of had like we're going to build the lore in as hard as we can because there really wasn't a lot to work from in the sense of like you had to be pretty much a diehard to really understand what happened before War- World of Warcraft happened. We'll have to build it in and and make you understand and devote to it because you're playing it. Whereas the other stuff is like it's already there. Like you guys all know it, so let's you know, just. Well, I mean, at the same time, that. you all know like these aspects of it, but yeah. obviously, you know what? Final Fantasy is that kind of game where you know each game is a separate universe, of course, and it's separate absolutely. characters. I do like that. Whenever you describe it, it always comes off to me as like the most meta Final Fantasy game ever because it's kind of aware of its own existence across all of its. Well, kind of. It's just the facts. Like here's a fucking chocobo. Well, like here's saying, a freaking like, wind up uh, cane that's gonna follow you around. Yeah. Realm Reborn, the name and the action of it's like, well, we had a thing. There was a calamity to happen. The world exploded. By the way, we actually closed down the previous version of this and we restarted it. And so we're saying that was the cataclysm that happened. Which is brilliant. Pretty meta. Pretty oh, yeah. fucking I, awesome. I, I, meta. I, insanely meta. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. I mean, like, I guess for closing thoughts here, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's so hard for someone like me who just fucking lives for MMOs. And yeah. just that, that rating experience and just that yeah, that community sense, you know, just die hard, you know, fucking perfect play required and execution, and then the reward is always yeah. satisfying. Yeah, it's know? like it's like Dado with Destiny, you know. Oh, and he, he was with other MMOs before. Oh so. yeah, he's the same as me. I yeah, mean, exactly. all the people who were so upset with how, like, you know what? How can I say this? How I guess basically like how hardcore Destiny was to a lot of people and then for people like me and that it was like this is pretty this wild. is, this is and it's tame it's yeah. hilarious yeah and by that token too you had people like me who were Bungie fans growing up with Halo and everything and expecting it a certain way there didn't happen yeah and you got something completely different yeah at the same time I mean I kind of saw this very 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 early on you mm-hmm. and I kind of kept up on it before release and we're very aware of the fact like this is going a different direction than like the Halo stuff. When I'm like, probably... but I really like this because it's more of a community based thing. Yeah, that's also my thing too. Is like MMOs like bring such a community. Yeah, you know, I've met so many cool and amazing people through playing WoW. In turn of all that, I mean, look at the kind of mini community you and I have kind of created through Destiny, just yep. because, and we've we've played many another game yep. because of it with those people, and it's because like, well, it's a, it's a community builder at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's an activity that you do because you want to play with these people with not people, the other yeah. way around so oh i mean so again final things here you know what i no matter what blizzard does as long as it's not absolutely stupid i'll still continue to support them and you know i'm obviously, obviously still going to blizzcon this year very You're excited, excited. warcraft oh, movie yes oh, it's a thing well i mean fun. again that was like my biggest thing when i saw it. i was like oh yeah we're going to release the the announce the next wow expansion before blizzcon i was like 
motherfuckers. I'm going this year. You could have waited. I would have been fine with this. Fuck right. all of you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, okay, now like BlizzCon's gonna be like the big deciding factor for me for like how much time I'm gonna sink into Legion because there's so much that still needs to be touched on. And yeah, of course. Yeah, and I'm I'm really curious what'll come out of that with hero or uh, with, with well with heroes and with Overwatch because those are the ones I feel like are gonna be the ones that really bring it so to speak because I mean we kind of had our our wow piece happen just now mm-hmm. so I don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see all that kind of stuff develop with with the coming months with Blizzard because obviously like you said like BlizzCon is in November we now have time between now and then to kind of just sort of like let this kind of settle see what kind of else mm-hmm. comes out between now and then and then what gets announced there and then we can actually finally react appropriately yep again my big predictions for blizzcon is you know obviously we won't see a new wow expansion now we'll see more about the new wow expansion yeah exactly we'll see the first full trailer for warcraft, warcraft. The movie yep legacy of the void will be very close to coming out by then i am willing to bet my life on that we will get an announcement of a new diablo expansion yep um, we'll probably get a, another Hearthstone adventure similar to Naxxramas and Blackrock Mountain yep. announced there. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a full release date announcement for Overwatch by then because yep. I fully believe that Overwatch will be in beta by BlizzCon. I feel like it'll probably go into beta about two weeks before. I think even sooner. It, yeah, it's you probably sooner. The, but that's the fact that final. it just went into the launcher for me is like they're getting ready i'm like, I kind of right actually am, i'm speculating early september honestly like it's gonna drop the same day taking king drops and i'm just gonna be like Fuck. you're probably right honestly because so far <laughs> most of the the blizzard stuff and the destiny stuff have been way too close because activision probably blizzard and activision together just are like yeah that's a good enough date yeah we'd like that date let's just drop everything for everything at once and then like everyone just has to decide what they want to play we're just gonna get money anyway yeah that's them in a nutshell that is blizzard activision in its entirety. I don't know. Like Blizzard, you know, is as odd as their um, business – I wouldn't even say business practices. Just the direction they're taking some of their things right now are a little yeah. odd. But at the same time, I mean, like they're a multi-billion dollar developer organization. organization. In, its, in its entirety. And no one would have predicted the success they had. Not at all. When they when they went out to, to change what they did, make oh, yeah. wow. I mean, if if you so guys haven't watched it, it, I don't remember the actual name of it, but um, I think I think it was called Looking for Raid. Mm-hmm. Was the um documentary that they put out um last year about wow? Hmm. And I'm actually gonna find the I think I mean, we can find it. Yeah, find I'm kind the name of, still of it real quick. Looking for group documentary. It's Looking about an hour long, okay. and it talks about you know those first couple of years. Of Actually, I think I've seen that. It's yeah, so that good. sounds familiar. It shows you know what Blizzard is really just again they're storytellers. Yeah, and they've made you know three universes, a forthcoming. Yep. Out of this stuff, I don't think you know what. No matter what anyone says, I don't think they're slowing down anytime soon. Well, and I'm still kind of of the mindset. Battle Net's a thing, you know. All of it's connected one way or the other. Absolutely. Yep. Your community's going to stay there. That, uh, much like how Marvel struggled to finally get Iron Man 1 done, and then once Iron Man 1 was done, they actually finally were able to just go in and start hitting all their other franchises that they wanted to hit. I'm kind of of the mindset that, yeah, if Warcraft does well enough in theaters, gets received well enough, that we will, in fact, see them start working on additional projects for film. I'd be interested to see if they would just do like character films. If yeah. they could do big enough stuff with that. Yeah. It's like here's an Illidan film film. Here's an Arthas film film film. 
Well, and then with the branch out from there, you get into the StarCraft stuff. You get into... Oh I need a StarCraft movie now. A Diablo Cancel the Warcraft film movie. I don't want it kind. anymore. <laughs> you get into the uh, the Overwatch stuff, which could be really fun for an animated film for them. Oh, yeah. Like, they have avenues open to them. It's just I don't feel like those avenues are placed directly in, in the currently existing franchises that are so overly well-established, like WoW and StarCraft. I kind of feel like those are for lack of a better term, dead ends. And, and they're starting to they realize that, in too. In terms of the game. Just in terms of the game. I want to make that clear, too. Like, they, in other avenues, like film. Start retelling the stories, which, I mean, as silly as it sounds, you know, it's going to work. But it, it'll broaden the audience. People who've never touched the games ever in their life will finally be able to interact with that universe and kind of just go, I kind of get why you're into this, man. I'm calling it now. Uh, tickets to the Warcraft movie will include a free 30-day trial of WoW. You're probably right. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, that sounds like a promotion that Blizzard would do. So if you silly. buy an advanced screening, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fandango, you, Fandango. Or if you yeah, buy on that the sweet twenty dollars snack pack. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. All the glasses Lucid are going to be designed. In IMAX. All the glasses are going to be designed like something out of Wow. Probably like the gnomes glasses. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, god. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that being a thing. Yes. So Thank yeah, you guys for uh, letting me just vent about all my Blizzard. Well, you've feelings. been sitting on it. I mean, like I was saying, like I've I, I bullshitted about it all week or part of the week with these guys at work, and that was just like one of those things. It's like had some ideas, had some thoughts. So um, sadly, I don't think we had any interaction from social medias. We did not start. We're gonna start posting like videos, like before we start podcasting and like saying what our topic's gonna be about. Please, please, please interact, even if it says something as silly as Blizzard's dumb and you're stupid for talking about it. Yeah, like, we'll read Fuck your Fuck you, stuff. man. <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. You know, message you know us what on you're Twitter. You're talking about. Here, actually, you know what? There go is only ahead. one truth in the universe. Let's go and do our, uh, our social media rundown here. Plug. All right, here we go. Here we go. So, you can email us at geekdominationlisteners at gmail.com. Ba-ding. You can go to our website, geekdomination.net. Ba-ding. That's Those delightful. have everything that's on there has a comment section. Please Ba-ba-ba-ding. use it. Um, you can like us on Facebook. Ba-ding. Interact with us there. Ba-ding. Follow us on Twitter. I'm not Interact there. You can also uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Yes. Those are all the mediums that our podcast tune is available in. on. Oh, yeah. No, no, I no, forgot tune. about that one. <laughs> We're on the TuneIn um, Where you can tune in. Soon, <laughs> we will also be very present on YouTube as well. We have plans. We have many a plan for that. Yep. Um, but yeah, please interact with us back. You know, whenever we post videos, we are more than welcome to get video responses, uh, comment sections. Obviously, I think we'll wind up probably starting up a. Well, Reddit's pretty much dead at this point, but I was gonna say that would have been a really good medium to also interact with fan bases. Sure. Um, Reddit's just anarchy. AMA. Right? I know, it's uh, all chaos. Anthony AMA next Tuesday. <laughs> AMA oh, next and Tuesday. And then, um, oh yeah. Uh, also, uh, subscribe to our. Uh, Twitch, which yeah. is twitch.com slash uh, Geek, Geek Domination, Domination Streams. When do you stream, Anthony? Uh, I stream Tuesdays. Uh, I'm, I'm changing it a little okay. bit because Whoa. I'm noticing, you know, everybody needs some time to get back home and everything, you know, watch. Um, I'm going to be starting at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Sp- I'm going to say Pacific time gotcha. because everyone okay. likes Pacific so time. 6 p.m. our time. 6 p.m. Yeah. Mountain time. So, yeah. 7 p.m. Central time and 8 p.m. Eastern time. So please. And, and then good luck UK. I don't know time. where the fuck you yeah. are. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know what time. Please tune in or catch the stream on its usual rerun logs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
so yeah that's all the stuff that we're doing right now last one thing um i like i said to mention earlier i have started my own solo show called excessive rp that will be uploaded weekly on Fridays. It's excessively amazing. As for my Zane's World, because I took a break, especially with my being gone for last week and a bunch of other stuff and planning out what I'm trying to do in the future, um, this week it will restart uh, in a way. Um, I'll be bouncing back and forth between an, either an audio cast or a blog post, and I will inform everyone earlier in the week with some sort of post saying, like, this week it will be this. Look for it. And then it will be uploaded on Saturdays on average. Yep. So... Yeah. This Thank week will be uh, intro to comic books because some people Ooh. have been asking me, "Hey, this is a big medium to get into. How do I do it? How do How I do comic, comic? Book? I have a lot of really cool stuff planned for Excessive RP. Nice. Next week is going to be basically a talk with some of my old WoW friends about our time in Final Fantasy fourteen. I also nice. might do a couple on basically the attitude and just like the structure of rating. Okay. Because I think a lot of people don't understand. That it's like basically like a it's it's a sport in a sense. Where, it is. You know, it's you're on a team. You have to devote X amount of hours a week to it. And it's hard when most of the video game community is viewed as being very antisocial as is, and you're trying to promote a very social behavior. Absolutely. I just can never devote like a set amount of time to one thing. You know what my height of WoW was? Yeah. I was devoting four nights a week, three and a half hours to raiding. I couldn't believe it was either. awful. Yeah, and then that was when we had regular Friday Destiny raids. Mm-hmm. That was kind ah. of the peak of, of obnoxiousness. So I loved it though. Oh yeah, honestly. it was a, it was a good time. It was all a good time. But yeah. So yeah. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.